All right, welcome back to Anything Goes with Joe and Carla. Yeah, and so sweetheart, we are on episode um six. Six. Yes. Yeah. And this is uh, the third part of a four-part series on marriage. Yeah. That's Thank you to all of you who have stuck with us. And some people uh, sent us messages that they liked the sound bites or stingers. I don't, I don't know if this is called stingers. The sound bites with Philip. Yeah. yeah One so day we're going to have him guest on the show and ask him what he's what he is into i think he's so ready for I know. that he's been telling us like am i gonna record today am i yeah, gonna like he today? wakes up and says <laughs> i wanna record my podcast yeah and ko alam may podcast ka na pala. Oh, my, oh, my. I, i'm curious to be what to see what the topic's gonna yeah. be so uh we asked philip what music he would like and then he identified that ninja sounding retro video game soundtrack and that's mm-hmm. why that's our uh, no, uh, sec- section soundbite markers. <laughs> We're inventing um, podcast terms. Right. So going into it now, here we are with what we're into. What we're into. All right, sweetheart. What are you into? You go first. Um, okay. I'm into the Babylon Bee. Dot com. Yep. The Babylon Bee is a, a news satire website similar to The Onion News, uh, theonion.com. Uh, the Onion came out really, not really early in the internet days, but relatively early um, before all of these uh, YouTube viral videos and um, or one of the first few. And it makes fun of news items, like real news items, and it makes satire about them. And so the Babylon Bee does that, but... Uh, from a Christian perspective, which means making fun even of some Christian stuff. Um, and at the same time, uh, I, f- I believe it's more honest because The Onion, you can really feel the political bias of The Onion already. Yeah. While these guys are like equal opportunity. Um, really? Ooh. Yeah. And so they have hate mail from both sides, from people who aren't Christians who disagree with their position, and from people who are Christians who think... You're making fun of too much stuff. But yeah, I, I like it. I think um, Christians really need to have a sense of humor about stuff. I think if we read the Bible, there's a lot of humor in the Bible. If we read the way Jesus uh, spoke, there was a lot of humor. That's why people liked him. And so we shouldn't take things too seriously. We should know what to take seriously. And the other stuff we can laugh about. Yeah, I think you said it yesterday that... You know why you fi- you finally know why you like humor. Oh right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Because um, a lot of the stuff I'm into is humor. So if you notice, like pitch meetings and Ryan George, but it's like sa- satirical. Not, more not just. Uh, I mean, I like well, yeah, Leslie Nielsen. You're a mix, yeah, uh, I love Jackie Chan fight scenes. So most of what I watch on YouTube is humor, like comedy mm-hmm. stuff, and that's because uh, I was telling Carla yesterday that comedy is truth. Like, it has to be true. If it's not true, it's not funny. It's not going to be funny, yeah. Right. And that's why there's all these, like, forced laughs. And sometimes I watch those, like, failed comedians, like, comedians who bump. And it's because you're not resonating with the people, you know? It's not It's not funny. It's, it's not true. And so I love comedy because it's an eye for truthfulness. Right. Uh, so I actually started a new seg- segment in my highlights in uh, Instagram called I LOL'd. And so I just put stuff there. That I literally laughed out loud too. So not like a s or, yeah. or just 
an emoji where I didn't really do it. But if I literally laughed out loud, I, I put it there. Yeah. And this is, I think, the logic behind us getting into memes. Like yeah. the whole world is into <laughs> yeah. memes because it always touches on the truth. And it has a way of telling you the truth that in a way that you could swallow. Yeah, it's it's relatable. Because yeah, you wouldn't laugh either if it wasn't relatable. Yeah, if, and if they didn't make it funny, I'd be like really offed by, oh, okay, you're telling me too much truth. Mm, yeah. it, truth is in my face. But with this, it's like a way of serving the truth Yeah, that you could, um, in amounts that you could take. Right, right. And and the other nice thing is uh, it, it allows you to challenge your perspective Without such a direct confrontation. Correct. You know, it's like, hey, I'm, I'm making a joke, okay? And if it's not true for you, then okay. Then you can laugh it off. We'll laugh it off. But if it is true, you might want to think about it. So yeah. I love the Babylon Bee. Um, the Babylon Bee has a podcast also that I listen to a lot. But it's not satirical anymore. It's more the behind the scenes of why they wrote those stories. So they get more serious. Yeah, but they're they're still rather silly. It, it, yeah. I, I like it. I think silliness is something you can't take away from a person if that person is really silly by nature. Yeah. Like yeah. I am like that. I need to be laughing. I need to be silly. I need to not take things too seriously all the time. Yeah. And that's I think that's something you we, we got along with that we could go super deep. You know, and like talk about, I don't know, um, yeah, physics or something. Like from a curious uh, tinkering You know, standpoint. I think I learned to be funny because I'm too serious sometimes. Hmm. I feel like I have a tendency to be too serious same, at times. Same, And I feel like people who encounter me, at least for the first time or first few times, can take, take me as someone to be too intense. Yeah. And I feel like that intensity makes somebody uncomfortable at times so i really I, I'm need to i'm not intense like you but you're very intense what am i into oh, sige, sige. so that's what i'm into wait before that um i have thought a lot of times about making a filipino version of that mm-hmm. just because i think filipino christian subculture is becoming so loud mm-hmm. and so prominent and honestly i don't like all of it <laughs> I would love to to make jokes about it. Right. Um. I don't know if if you are into that. I don't want to do it alone. Mm-hmm. But if you are into that, shoot Pwede us a message. I would love to do like a and Filipino hey, version. And hey, I love this. Filipino humor. There are things that you just exactly, cannot exactly. Translate. Like you combine Filipino humor that that aims at uh, pointing out good stuff and not so good stuff. Mm-hmm about uh, evangelical Christian culture in the Philippines. That yep. would be fun. <laughs> okay, go ahead. What are All you right. into? What am I into? I'm into AirPods. Oh, yeah. Why yes. am I into AirPods? Why did well, we resist it for so long? Yeah, this is why I'm into it right now because I've resisted it. Mm-hmm. Like, I really... Mm-hmm. Sorry for those who really were the first generation of believers of AirPods yeah. because when it first came out, I, I really was judging. Yep. Judging I, people who... I, I admit I was judging also. Who got it. Like, who wanted to right away get it at that super high price and all that. And I was like, this is just a fancy schmancy yep, kind yep, of it, yep. earphones. And, and, and you could you, just you get the regular jokes, ones. Right? Like get the regular ones, cut the wires out, bingo, AirPods. That's what people would say. And then there were also like the, the, it could get lost. Or like your dog could eat your AirPods. Like, yeah. Oh, so and it is still true that it could get lost. Mm-hmm. Like many times I would think, because I have a pair right now, and I always think that when I wear them and I go to the 
say the bathroom na pwede ko siyang madrop sa toilet yeah. or something or like the the person who came by right the other you could week. just easily <laughs> lose it because it's so small but then again now that i'm using it it is the answer that i've been waiting for because i'm a mom of two and my <gasps> youngest <laughs> for those who are listening and who you don't know me yet i've got two kids and the other one is just 10 months old mm-hmm. and he's a mover mm-hmm. like he really moves a lot like grabber and I cannot do anything else in life except mm-hmm. for like follow that kid. And so the AirPods, I, I was for, for, for the longest time, I was thinking, why not get Gaya an Apple Watch? Because that's so handy. I could like make my calls there and then. I remember us talking about see that. See the time and all. And then what kind of discouraged me from like getting that Apple Watch is you have to charge it. Yeah. And I think it only lasts for about four hours. And I felt like, ano ba yun? Kung every four hours, <laughs> nag-charge ako, wag na lang. It's, it's just gonna be added it, thing it, it to do on my list. It probably lasts longer than that, okay? So if you guys know that it lasts longer, basically when we looked it up, we were like, that's not long enough yeah, for Carla's uh, yeah, pace I'm of life. I'm not accurate about the four hours. Basta, I, I feel like it's just not gonna work for me. And then, so I, how did we get into the AirPods? I think it was. I think Alex, Alex convinced us. Was it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, because no, she had some. So oh, Alex yeah, is Carla's yeah, yeah. niece, and we're staying with them, and so she had some, and I think she saw you struggling, <laughs> or something. I don't or know. yeah, and I've been really craving for a way to like watch my videos and listen to my podcasts whenever I could. Or like, attend th- calls. There, yeah, calls exactly. Maybe that's why. But so this whole pandemic and quarantine season is parang carving out the time for me to really listen and watch mm-hmm. to some things that need audio mm-hmm. whatever right yep, so yep. i need to listen and i was looking for earphones and the problem is because my my son is a mover i really the the wired ones won't work for me but i always get tangled with it yep and and, and i've seen carla struggle with that then in any change of position Requires a reblocking of everything. But I still wasn't. Where's the device? Where's the earphones? Where's Manu? Where is she? Yeah. So all of that has to still, switch. Still, it didn't convince me to get AirPods. However, my niece had a pair, and my husband had a brilliant idea of why don't you test it? And when I did, I was like, oh my gosh, this is what I've been waiting for. And she's not normally like that about stuff like this. Yeah, so it na got me expensive. Curious. I'm super koripot eh. Super. So parang. Okay, kung bibili ako ng ganyan Hindi damahan. Hindi sa last episode. Okay. Hindi <laughs> na nga namin sinabi ng ganun eh. Pero, yun. Yeah. Yun mismo. Sa'yo galing yun ah. But, yeah. And then I tested <laughs> it. And I really love the fact that I could watch something while nursing him in sleep. And when he moves, I don't really have to take off my, my earphones. Yep. Or yep. I don't have to get tangled with the wires. I could just move. And it'll still be on my ears. And I could just take one off one of the pair off and then it, it'll it stop yep. so parang it's just the sinking and everything I don't know it's just so well made yeah and what convinced me because uh, I got a pair of wireless uh, earphones right. for Christmas uh, at an exchange gift yeah. and I'm so grateful for the person who gave it uh, um, but it just doesn't work well it, it, it worked but the connectivity wasn't as it's seamless. seamless yeah, yeah. And I think, so, I don't know what it did, but the the earphones themselves had all of these different touch settings. So mm-hmm. like touch it with two fingers, hold it for three seconds, different stuff like that. And it got me confused. Right. And so finally what I ha- ended up 
accidentally doing was making it mono and I couldn't switch it back. Mm-hmm. So now I was getting both sounds playing in either ear and so I couldn't switch it back. So I just got discouraged. I stopped using it. Mm-hmm. I've been back on wired earphones like mm-hmm. you've seen. And so when I saw you being so convinced, I gave it a try. And then same thing. And I was like, oh gosh. So yeah, we, we have them now. Yeah, I mean, I think it's really expensive. So 2019 Joe would totally be judging 2020 <laughs> Joe. And, yeah. I think it's really expensive, but I think what you're paying for when you buy Apple products is their same seamlessness. Eh? Yeah. All, all across their devices. It's just... It, and you don't really understand how much time it takes up from you for from you to uh to actually try to connect lang. Well that's diba? why I got I stopped using the other thing. I mean it was it was, yeah, it was a hassle. In my ear, but I couldn't connect and then switching from three different devices. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This one it's oh gosh, it's so easy. Yeah. So we're having phone calls while holding Manu, we're walking around. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's cooking while on a phone call. Yes. So it's amazing. So yeah. I'm into AirPods. I love it. Cool. Topic of the day. Topic of the day. Marriage part three. Right. So last week we talked about finances. We got a lot of feedback about how practical and honest it was. I think what they meant was, Joe, you really talked about how bad you are. So thank you for that. Hey, I'm not that great when it comes to finances. And uh, and and actually, we liked doing this because it made us think like, hey, what financial th- things do we want to look into while we're here? And mm-hmm. so we're actually exploring some stuff. We don't know enough about it to talk about it on this podcast. But thank you to our friends Randall and uh, Tita Chinky yeah. for uh, helping us out. And the next one was character, yes. right? And then we ended with how to handle each other's pasts. Yeah. And now we are moving on with let's try to hit like three more categories. Game. And we're we going to start it. with questions about the first year of marriage. And one of them asked, uh, is it normal for you to fight often on your first year of marriage versus when you were just boyfriend, boyfriend and girlfriend? Oh. And my answer to that is I think it's normal. Yeah. I don't think it happens to everybody. Some people just don't really fight a lot. I don't know yeah, how they not do that. I, I don't guess, know how. I guess, ano, temperament? Baka they... Uh, I'm so gentle. Yeah. I, I don't know why. Oh, gentle. I, I don't know what the problem is. <laughs> but, yeah, I like, I don't know if you guys remember from the last, I think that was the last podcast when I said na, even if you had to live with your friends lang in a house and 24-7 you are with them, yep. you're really get on, you're, you're gonna get on each other's nerves. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's the added tension of living together. It's not so much that um, the whole title has changed the both of you to make you fight mm-hmm. more when you're married. But it's more of like you just live with each other. You don't have any breathers in between anymore. Yep. Like you don't, you can't, when you fight, you can't just say, okay, I'm going home and I'll just see you tomorrow. Eh, ngayon, when you're going home, you're going to, you're going home to the same home. Yep. <laughs> and, and just think like all the breaks you have when you're dating, you don't have them as much anymore. You can still have breaks. You can still like take a walk or take a long bath or something. But that doesn't mean like uh, you're still going to see the person. And that's normal. That's right. fine. All right. I, I, Fighting is not a sign of uh that there's something abnormal about your marriage. Yep, yep. I would even think like no fighting 
would raise my eyebrows more. Can like, huh? yeah, can be a sign of, of yeah. like are you just not engaging? Although I did meet kasi a couple, medyo matagal naman na din sila and I think that goes with time, no? Na you fight less just because not because you have lesser problems but because you've already studied each other so yeah. well that you kind of know, ah, this is gonna tick that person off so I'm not gonna do this. I think we we fight less now. Oh yeah, and definitely. And it's because, like you said, it's not that there's less stuff to fight over. We just don't bite anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, like, like even we're just morning, getting better at choosing our battles. Yeah, like, like even this morning, I woke up and you said something and I was like, I know, uh, I, saw, I, re- I saw your face. And I was like, I don't need this, you know, but why it's a great day we're gonna yeah, have a great he would day with our family usually mind that like let's say in, my, in our first year of marriage oh yeah would i would have been have like what is your problem like, you know like i would have come back with let something that like that slip but yeah and it's not worth it mm-hmm. you know so don't worry you're, you're you're fine you're fine and that's normal and the next question I, i'll say this though oh. if, if you're still dating oh no is that another category hmm? oh yeah that's for a different category Mm-mm. but I, since i said it then if you're still dating and you do fight a lot see how you fight and do you know how to make up and do you know how to take responsibility and does your partner know how to take responsibility because Carla and I fought a lot when we were in our first year we fought a lot when we were dating also but both of us took responsibility both of us admitted when we were wrong and both of us knew how to go to God and say Lord help me change for the for for you know to glorify you and to be a better partner to this person that's what you're looking for it doesn't matter how bad it looks. If there's a process of change because of the power of the Holy Spirit, you're going to make it. So, yeah. yeah. And so the next question is, well, not really a question, but they're they're asking for an advice. Like, how do you adjust well on your first year of marriage? <laughs> we don't have an answer. <laughs> for me, just dive into it, experience it, and learn from it because yeah. i i feel like even if you try to adjust the best way possible you're still you still need to rough it out with yep. each other yep. I, I remember sweetheart uh we were maybe two years married or three years married and someone was interviewing us for an event and this person asked us how did the stuff you used to do before you were married prepare you for marriage and somehow make it easier and I understood the point this person was trying to make, but neither of us could agree. Where he was like, um, didn't you both do volunteer work? Didn't you both work hard? And didn't those virtues help you with marriage? And the two of us, maybe because we were just two years into it, we were like, I don't th- I don't know if it helped us at all. <laughs> it didn't help that much because it's still super difficult. Yeah. So it's going to be difficult. I guess that's the best adjustment we can say. It's going to be difficult. The other thing that I would add is mentally prepare yourself that nothing that you plan for or expect will happen. That That's better, right? Just celebrate that you're with your partner. But if we add expectations, whatever they are, you know, like I'm going to have the perfect home. We're going to cook like this every day. Um, we, she's going to talk to me this way. I'm not, and we're going to take these kinds of vacations. We're going to have sex this way and that often. That all of those expectations are based yeah. on just figments of imagination. Honestly, it's when you meet the person and you get married and you're like, okay, now let's see what this is. And that's going to take primacy. So that was the biggest wrestling thing for me. Like, um, For me, ministry, uh, going to ministry events, uh, having ministry appointments, I got so used to making that the priority of my life that when Carla came in and she would be like, 
why aren't you home yet? It's 10 o'clock. And I'm like, oh, nga, no, may tao na pala sa buhay ko. So just be ready for that. Whether it's basketball, movies, mm-hmm. video games, whatever you're into, this person you're married to now takes primacy. Yeah. And also, I, I think I'd like to add that be patient with your process. Yeah. You will really have a process. And if you are constantly thinking of when is this going to be over? Are we going to hit that like really smooth sailing kind of relationship at some point? Baka ma-disappoint ka lang. Again, yeah. you go back to expectation. No? Not only expectation um, from your partner, but also like what were things, siguro you can investigate, what were things that were put into your head when you were single about married people yep, yep. that at some point ba you're really like such a great couple already yep. na at the first year ano na you hit it already and you're you know you ready ka na mag-advise sa ibang couples hindi hindi ganun yun uh, in fact never siya magiging super smooth kahit na <coughs> yes wala po kaming covid <laughs> so never siya magiging smooth the way that you probably see it in the movies right and <laughs> Sweetheart, what what you're saying also can come from comparisons. So yeah. very often, uh, we've seen this, and I was guilty of this. Younger couples will compare themselves with much older couples, or even just five, ten years older, and think, "Oh, bakit sila ganyan na yung pagpapatak ng bahay nila? Eh, kwento nila yun eh. mm-hmm. Season nila yun. Uh, Like like even you, sweetheart. Just I knew you didn't like to cook. I knew you didn't like. <laughs> to eat <laughs> which is yeah. such a sad thought diba? but it's like she she didn't and so we had zero expectations of that so i was prepared for that and you know what's amazing is now uh my goal in life is to be a kitchen goddess and to be so good at my knife skills and i'm so surprised you know and and i have pressured you into a lot of stuff i have tried to force changes in you but this is one of those that i'm glad i never did and it's like what you want to do this now? She like she wakes up one morning. I want to be good at knife skills. I love cooking. I, I'm like, who are you? And what have you done to the woman <laughs> I married? Diba? My point is, God has a great plan for you. God, you know, he who finds a wife finds what is good and receives favor from the Lord. So by God putting you two together, it's going to be good. And But that doesn't mean it's your definition of what good is right now. In fact, when you see what the good is, you're going to be so glad that, oh gosh, Lord, your picture of the good is way better than my own version of it. So, you know, lower expectations, don't compare. Uh, be patient with your story, like Carla said. I think that would apply to one of the things that we were asked also. Like, what's our advice for newly married couples? I think that ability to see beyond what you are actually experiencing for the moment. Yeah. Because there is... This person is a, a developing, mm-hmm. a changing person. And so maybe there are many things that you don't really, you like and then you don't like about this person right now. But that doesn't mean that that person is stuck yes. in that state for the rest of his or her life. And you don't want him or her to to think that way about you as well. And I've been I, guilty of that. Yeah, and I feel like you must be the first, very first fan or believer of your spouse as a changing person, yes. someone who's going to change for the better because then that will guide your actions as well as a spouse on how you could best serve yep. your partner to actually get to that point where you feel like God is bringing them to just let them shine in their best. Yeah. And we've dealt with this with a lot of couples as well. Uh, and I see myself in a lot of it because I, I would often have a very 
um, logical, uh, you know, like those exams, like what is the next number in the sequence, right? Like one, three, five, seven, and then it's nine. So I would have a very like analytical view like that. Mm -hmm. Like, well, if she's like this now, how would she be 10 years from now? And I would say words like that and I would respond to Carla like that. It would not be, it would be out of proportion. She would be committing like a level two mistake and I'd be reacting like it's level 20 because in my mind, well, because we're going to get to level 20 one day if you don't stop. But see, that's not a number. The person's not a number. Carla's not a number. She's not a mindless uh, object. She has a mind. She has uh, will and emotions and the Holy Spirit is in her. Mm -hmm. And so as in your first year, Please, please be the first to say, you know what? God's moving in this person. I can trust that. Yeah. So, ang marriage kasi hindi yan parang baking na measured lahat. Hindi mo talaga pwedeng going linear yung relationship nyo. Yeah. Yun. Look at you with the cooking analogy. I know, right? Okay. <laughs> and so, we move on to the next. Um, this is kind of different because, um, and this one doesn't want to be like the name mentioned. Who said so, it? Hmm? Who said it? <laughs> They're talking about or asking about um, trouble adjusting to the sex life. Okay. I didn't really get a lot of sex questions. I don't know why. Hindi ba tayo mukhang maruno? Knowledgeable. I don't know if it's like Philippine society. Uh, yeah. but Since we're on Anything Goes, Carla and I have talked about this in private, in like super private, like coming dalawa. But just thinking, like, when will the day come and when will Filipino couples, uh, where would they go for advice about stuff like this? Yes. That's and not that's actually ungodly, unchristian. The tension you know? or, or the problem that was raised by this certain person that they have trouble adjusting into their sex life and they don't know if they're just inexperienced. And yeah. who can they talk to about these things? And I think those are great questions. Yeah. Yeah, because, you know, you, and this is one of the weird things about Christianity that uh, honestly would be great for a Filipino Babylon Bee. Uh, <laughs> plugging big line. But the world talks about um, sex so shamelessly. And so you'll look at Rappler. Right, and it'll talk about well, if your man isn't satisfying you in the bedroom, you might have a sexless marriage. It might be time to end it. You know, like just so brazenly saying, think about yourself. You know, just advocating a worldview that's completely ungodly and not what the picture of marriage is. Now, I don't want to be simplistic. Na ganun lang yun. There, there's things to improve on on both sides. But where do they go for Christian stuff like that? Anyway, that's not the question, but <laughs> adjusting to the sex life. Yeah, so, but that, that's kind of part of the question. Like, where do they go for sex, things like that? And for now, since we don't really have yeah, we don't have an anybody in the Philippines championing like biblical values and principles. And we're not principles. trying to be that person. No, we're not trying to be that. Um, we highly suggest, and also because this is such an intimate topic mm -hmm. that you, and we've said this in the first, over I think, and, and second again podcast that one of the best investments that you can make for your marriage is to actually uh, agree on a couple that you could go to for mentoring and if that couple is available for everything in your life that includes sex because sex i think one of the things that's hindering us from really growing in this area of our marriage is that we feel like sex is taboo yeah sex is not yeah. a good thing but it is a good thing it's something that god made 
for married people. Yeah. So now that you're married, you shouldn't be um, ashamed mm-hmm. that you guys are doing it because you're doing it the right way. Right. In the right, under the right circumstances. Um, and I think that's the first obstacle kasi bakit ba tayo nahihiya? Yun yung first na pwede mo nyong tanungin sa sarili nyo, bakit nga ba ako nahihiya about this topic? Right. That, that, that's huge, sweetheart. And let me just say though, because you know, there might be couples out there who one of them, stereotypically it might be the guy, would be like, yes, I really want to talk to people about this and get going on this. Uh, but this is something you do together. So do not jump into that conversation, especially if it's about you know something that private, without your partner's understanding or agreement about that. Now, if you want to talk about like with another guy mentor about a specifically guy thing, that's fine. But if you you know don't just have dinner with them and then ask those questions and go to that topic without your your spouse being ready for that. Siguro when it comes to the adapting, if they're inexperienced. Um, you know, I can relate to that yeah. because Carla and I, uh, you know, she was my first sexual partner. Uh, I was a virgin when we got married, and um, growing up, kasi it, I just knew from the Bible that I wanted it to to be in marriage. I didn't want to have memories or experiences with people who, um, I'm not gonna enjoy that for the rest of my life with. I didn't want a memory that wouldn't age well, and so okay. And one thing I loved about our honeymoon was. Just realizing that, oh, wow, this is really intimacy. This is really just the, the pinnacle of intimacy. Here I am. I've been emotionally intimate with this girl. We're spiritually intimate. We understand each other. And now we're being physically intimate. And it made me understand that's why God designed it this way. Because it's a true sharing of the personhood. It's really when, when to become one. And no wonder it's so messed up when we don't do it for that. Because you're you're sharing this physical intimacy without the emotional security and commitment that marriage is supposed to provide, and so we don't want to you know talk about the, the yeah it's good actually I was gonna say that uh, it's gonna take up one whole podcast to yeah. actually even just get into the whole what are our mindsets when it comes to sexual relationships. But my point for the intimacy for the for the people who think they're inexperienced or don't know what to do or maybe they're about to get married and they're like okay uh, I don't think I'm I'm that good see. That's the wrong mindset. That's the mindset of people who jump from relationship to relationship or maybe are in a relationship but they don't have that commitment of marriage because now sex is a way to perform. Sex is a way to keep the person close to me and now every act has a score. But when it's in marriage, when it's done the way, it's not. It's just intimacy. It's celebration. And so... Um, I had that mindset at first, like, okay, this woman is experienced, and how do I make sure I please her? You know, how do I how I measure up? And that was actually a wrong assumption on my part because Carla was like, look, I just want to be with someone who wants to be with me. And and what was the thing you celebrated now for the first time? Natutuwa yung just ginagawa ko. And so it's not a performance. It's not. Yeah, so the it, moment you feel pressure. Yeah. To like deliver some kind of uh, the pinnacle of sexual whatever, like Cirque du Soleil. That is not <laughs> the goal of sex. And now, now, if you guys want to do that, that's also not. Why naman not? Wrong. You have a trapeze. Yeah, <laughs> but that's not the point. <laughs> okay, that's not the point. But anyway, we should move on. Yeah, uh, my my point is celebrate each other. Yep. If 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 
if this is the only position you guys want, then do that. If, if you have questions, talk to each other about it. Be honest. And let me just say this, though, uh, for the men, as someone who's made this mistake, don't force your partner. Okay, when she feels celebrated, when she feels loved, when she feels that you uh, really care about her, she'll she'll open up. She'll she she wants you. She married you. Why wouldn't she want to be with you? If you guys are interested in like literature about sex and marriage, you can go to that Meaning of Marriage book that we were talking about in the second podcast about marriage. It's by Tim Keller and the wife Kathy. Um, they've got a section there for about sex, talking about sex, and I understood sex better in the context context of marriage because of that book. Then also you've got Gary Chapman's. What is that again? Uh, no, sorry, not um, sorry, the one that's about marriage. Like about sex. No, the okay. one with the chairs and the couples. Love and respect. Is that is that Chapman? No. No, sorry, I made I made a, I quoted the wrong author. Signature. Yeah. John Maxwell. No, yeah. that, that's yeah, not good true. Job. <laughs> okay. Basta love and respect. Basta love and respect. Ilan naman yung love and respect yun, din kasi doon na parang what the guy needs and what the girl needs. Because even that's sex true. is interpreted differently yeah. by the opposite sex. Eh? Yeah. So, it would be worth looking into that. Because sometimes, you know, I think you guys have heard of like the love languages. Even in sex, as a love language... How am I serving and how am I receiving would be like really beneficial to know which one works for you. Uh, you know what? I'm so glad you recommended that because uh, um, like I'm a testimonial. Like when you understood that, it super helped us. And um, there would be times where uh, I'd, I'd initiate and Carla wouldn't want to have sex and then I would get mad, which is the wrong response for me. But what helped her was to say, okay, why? What? What's up with this guy? Why? Why is he so? So? Uh, why does he want it all the time? And so, for her to understand reading that book, that, oh, okay, uh, it's important for the husband to feel physically desired, you know, or it's important for him to feel that the wife wants to uh, satisfy him physically, um, not just to do it, but that she wants to do it, really helped us a lot. Now, I will say this about that: for the men, don't read the sections about men it might just increase our expectations. Yes. Now, if you have, then, you know, don't worry about it. But I, I didn't want to read that. Like, I haven't until now. So Carla read it and she's like, okay, I think I think I understand you better now. I think what you also have to uh, really consider is how you, men and women are really differently wired. Yep. So we're just really taking in things differently. And when we start expecting that the other would think the way that I would do, um, that's when it falls apart eh. Kasi feeling mo, ha, gagawin mo yan kasi ginagawa ko to. Yep, yep. Hindi pwede kasing definition mo lang dahil And even being different is actually something for for you to celebrate. Yeah. Because that is meant by God for you to compliment one another. Gusto nyo ba talaga na makasal sa isang tao na replica mo? Yep. Ayokon. <laughs> yeah. And, and the other thing, you said that men and women are different in, in, in that sense. And then also, um, our own histories are different. Mm-hmm. Our own experiences with sex, histories, our own preconceived notions about it. Personalities, how that how that personality was shaped throughout the years. I mean, like so much to account for when it comes to differences. But then again, these uh, and now I remember Pastor Shadi Soleiman's ano, uh, super powerful quote: "Different does not mean wrong." So when you're different with your spouse, it doesn't mean that there's something wrong with you. You're just different. Yep. 
Yep. And so we are going to move on with the next, you know, you know, let's just segue. Disagreement and differences. This is like that whole section. I don't know why they asked us about that. We never have disagreements. Actually, ito yung overwhelming na ang dami talaga. How do you handle your different ways? And okay, how do you okay. So you said earlier, them? not that many sex questions. Bakit? Anong tingin nila sa atin? And then now you're saying maraming questions about disagree. Siguro yun nga yung tingin nila. Madalas tayo mag-disagree. Well, first podcast pa lang, nag-disagree na tayo. Oh, na hindi true. tayo nag-disagree. Oo, oo. Oo. Diba? Levels of meta. Well, I think the first thing is what you said earlier. Different doesn't mean wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, the, the second part of that quote is, in fact, different makes you strong. Mm-hmm. And this was such a God moment. We were less than two months married and we were traveling. We were in the U.S. together. It was our first trip together uh, besides the honeymoon. Um, it started off on the wrong foot already. We got we got left behind in one of the cities. We had to stay in this like really weird looking motel, and so um, we finally get to our first stop, and we run into Pastor Shadi, and he's our Every Nation pastor in Orlando, one of our Every Nation pastors there, and he told us that statement, and it's become a motto in our marriage. Yep. In fact, the one time we were asked to do a marriage seminar. Because, you know, we're 10 years old as married people and we know it all. This was one of the most humbling experiences ever because we had... <laughs> you were like asked We to had do. couples who were married 50 years in, in front the room. of like... Like, what am I going to say? <laughs> really old people who have been together forever. With amazing families. You yep. know, with amazing like dynasty and families. And here we were, like, what? How, how many years pa lang? Siguro mga seven years pa lang? At that time, we were nine. Nine, nine years married. Nine, parang, wow, nine years old. Yeah, we know it all. So we kept asking him, like, Tama po ba? May, may gusto ba kayong idagdag? <laughs> like, we kept asking him <laughs> the mic. But anyway, um, we kept, the, the motto we had there was, there is a completely valid, but also completely different viewpoint. And one of the most helpful things we can have in marriage is to realize that there is always another completely valid, but very different point of view. Right. And that, we've fought a lot to get to that conclusion. But now it helps me so much because... You know, like like this morning, you know, you, you, you said something and I was like, oh gosh, I can't stand this girl. But then I thought, okay, why did she say that? What's in her head? Why is that the first thing out of her mouth in the morning? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, valid. My point. I still don't like it, but my point. It's not just an, an attack. It's not just uh, an expression of fallen nature. No, it, it my point, yeah. Yeah, because usually you get advice na parang know the best timing and all that. And that's great. If you can really practice that, wow, galing, diba? I can't eh. <laughs> And that's the truth. Like we are, we are people and we get triggered by some things and sometimes we get too tired and yep. when, when we're, we're down like that, mm-hmm. hindi rin naman tayo, like we can't really do it our best because we're not at our yep, best yep. and so when that happens do we mean to say now we're just gonna pick each and every single thing now okay you didn't say it in the right wrong timing, timing so oh, wrong oh. na yan diba kasi parang I did read it some, some, somewhere that if even if it's right if you said it the wrong way then it's still wrong yes. and yeah my point naman yon. but then again if that person was saying something right and that person didn't say it at the right timing do we mean to just not mind that and say na because you didn't say it the right then I'm way and this impatient. is not valid yeah but 
yeah, you have to get over that then. Yeah. Like, that's too petty to like just go again, no? No formulas na, okay, dahil you stepped over the line this time. Even what you're saying, even if you're saying the right thing, that's not gonna be valid for yep. me today. There's just another viewpoint that's completely valid, but also completely different. I think people mistake kasi the unity of indecision, no? The decision-making process for there's only a one right way mm-hmm. but there mm-hmm. could be two possibly right ways mm-hmm. but you just need to choose which way are yeah, we taking just, we just have to choose one now that doesn't mean that the other one was the devil's way it just isn't the way we're gonna go we just have to pass a different way right so and it, here's our preview of our marriage seminar now you don't have to pay us and you don't have to attend all we did was make that point in the beginning and then use like a ton of different like um, spectrums where we're different. Introvert, extrovert, um, uh, MBTI, strengths, finder, love, languages, like all of these different things. Yeah. So like Carla and I, we just realized that like we love so much of the same things and we're passionate about so much of the same things, but we're just so different. We're so yeah. different than almost everything else. And I love it because... Look at my life. I mean, I love my the the the, the stimulation <laughs> that I get from her uh, in all areas. Philip is so like left brain, right brain because Carla just you know he Carla and I keep him guessing just by being ourselves. So I'm I'm actually grateful. Uh, it drives me nuts a few times, but I love that. Carla I think the so perfect illustration for this is like the kids of Barbie and Martin Honasan because oh. the, the their kids are like painters like they do art like, like really really well and then they're also musicians like they can play the piano and yeah. they even have that i i don't i forget what you call it that where can they see yeah, yeah. the colors and that corresponds to a certain note i find that amazing and i feel like that's really a mix because martin is a painter and obviously barbie is a musician so if you look at it that way you're they're very different they have very different skill sets and strengths but when you put them together, you see um, 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 a mix that's just so beautiful to yeah. look at. And that's how, that's a picture of marriage. Your differences can actually be your your strengths mm-hmm. that contribute to a really strong marriage. Maybe what we can do, because very often when we bring up each other's differences, it's in the language of pain and hurt and disappointment and weakness. Or like, right or wrong. Like kuripotka or whatever. What? Maybe what we can do as a couple is to point out our partner's difference and say, thank you for being this. Because it's not just a weakness, right? It's not like that person just has a demonic side. That strength can be a weakness, but that weakness can also be a strength. Yes. It's an acknowledgement of where this place as a strength and yeah. where it plays as a weakness. Yeah. Diba? Na may place naman yan sa buhay. Na kunwari, kung, kung ako, kuripot ako, si Joseph, hindi masyadong kuripot, si Carla na ipabudget mo. Yeah. <laughs> and, and the way we say it, instead of saying, love, kuripot ka, say, sweetheart, thank you for being thrifty. Thank you for being wise. Right. Language is very important also. Eh? Choosing your language yeah. to make it more positive, even yeah. when it comes to parenting, yep. changes a whole... Diba? Words make worlds. Yep. So if you're just gonna call each other something negative for like the rest of your marriage, then expect nyo na. Your marriage is not gonna be a fun one. It's always gonna be uh, doomed with negative um, whatever yeah. feelings or spirit. You're right, sweetheart. And I think... Um, for example, if you like that behavior, 
use encouragement in the language of strength and you're going to see more of it. Mm-hmm. You're going to see that person be like, well, okay, I, I didn't know. So there have been times that because of hurtful words I've had in the past or preconceived notions Carla has about herself from other people that she just holds back on the side of herself because she thinks you don't like it when I talk like this. You don't like it when I give my opinion like this. But when I use the language of strength and encouragement, it comes out of her and I, I benefit. And she does the same thing with me. Yun, yun ang maganda sa marriage. Ikaw ang unang audience, ikaw ang unang receiver, ikaw ang unang user. Ikaw ang unang beneficiary. Ng, ano, oo, beneficiary ng uh, unang ng model na to. Yeah. <laughs> diba? So, Every time nagde-develop yung generation ayan ng asawa mo, ikaw ang unang uh, beneficiary. So I have a small group with married men, sweetheart, while we're do while we're in this pandemic. And in the last call we had, we were just talking about, you know what, it can be challenging to be married. But each of them were like, you know what? But my wife is like this, eh? So yeah, they, they would talk about the challenges that come with with being married and the particular personality trait of their wife. But then they would be like, but you know, she's like this, and I need that because this. You know, I appreciate that because this. And I thought, it's your picture. You're honest about where it pains you, but it's not a total loss. In fact, you are grateful for it. You're grateful for how they are. Yeah, I think it also pays to have some um, measure of humility. That you don't, that your way is not the only way, and actually, some of your ways may actually not be the best, and your spouse has got the best way for those things. Yeah, that's what uh, I struggled with a lot because I, I, you know, I came from a family that I thought was pretty great, and I do think my family that I grew up in is really great. But that doesn't mean that our family's way of doing things is the only way of doing things. So we had a lot of fights because I would be like, "This is biblical." Because this was the Bonifacio way. Right. <laughs> Carla had to be like, well, I read the Bible also, and I don't see that Bonifacio way in the Bible. It could be one of the ways, but I don't think this is the only way. Yeah. All right. And so we the next one is, how do you handle heated arguments or how do you pause? And uh, siguro magandang ano lang yun segue na kasi one is ano ba talaga yung root nun, mm-hmm. the mindset that mm-hmm. is behind mm-hmm. your arguments. But then there's also another way, another level where you, it's the way you deal with each other yeah. when you are fighting. And it could get vi- like really, really ugly. Mm-hmm. Like I've shouted at Joseph so many times and I, I always feel awful after that. Na parang I shouldn't have done that. But then... You know, over the years, maintindihan mo na, oh, may ganun pala akong tendency. Mm-hmm. I think it's also, you need to be patient about yourself because, I mean, it's, I hope it's the first time you're you're married and this is gonna be your last also. And you're really just testing that yeah. and you're seeing that side of yourself. Maybe this is a surprise to your spouse, but also it is a surprise to you that th- this could happen to you. Yeah, yep. Now you could be triggered that way in such a way that would make you react in a way that you've never yep, yep. had to before. I super agree with that, sweetheart. Not just the humility and the honesty of like, this could happen. Mm-hmm. This could happen to me. Right. And so I'll, I'll keep this part short by plugging something else. I just released a podcast on ENC Leadership Podcast. And it's on ENC Leaders about this hour-long conversation I had about with, with my friend Seth. And... Uh, he talks about how anxiety or our lack of trusting God is at the root of a lot of you know our behavioral or emotional acting out. And uh, it's not as simple lang as I have to trust God. Here's a Bible verse. I'm fine. 
he goes through the emotions of it. And honestly, when I think of the times where I've lost my temper with Carla and I've been unfair to her and judgmental to her, it's because of that. There's a fear in my heart somewhere there. This fear that she's never going to change. This is going to be my life from now on. I can't live with this. Rah! Then I blow up. Then I say something hurtful. Then I, you know, I haven't hit the wall panaman in frustration uh, simply because that would hurt and that's just unnecessary. <laughs> um, but um, it's that route. And so if, if I know it might be a lot, but I kind of referred to this in the podcast uh, a couple of episodes ago about the family systems theory. And this super helps when you know this in yourself. And even in the past, what, six months or seven months that I've been practicing this, uh, I don't know if you've noticed a change in me, but but it's it's been huge for me in ha- being able to deal with Carla and realize, you know what? So much of what I think is her fault, so much of what I think is Philip's fault is really my way of processing that's wrong. See, that's what happens. Eh? They give us an input and we think, since you said that, I'll give you this. But there is a pause there. And that pause is knowing, like, being honest emotionally and being like, this makes me feel bad. That doesn't mean Carla made me feel bad. What she said and the way I received what she said made me feel bad. Now, why does it make me feel bad? And just thinking those things, even this morning, just thinking those things gives you the chance to choose a different ending. And that's what's beautiful about it. So I I can't recommend it enough. I love it that you said the word pause. Because uh, I feel like so many couples feel like that they have to like resolve a problem right away. Like if they fight now, they need to resolve it within the day. And the truth is, it doesn't really happen that way. And it could drag on for days even. Yeah, yeah. Just because, and it's, this is not because you don't want to patch up. It's more of like you're both processing yeah. information. And you're trying to understand two people in this scenario you're trying to understand yourself and you're trying to understand your spouse and i think this is one of the things na medyo hirap kaming gawin before only because joseph is more like let's do it all now yeah uh, and we've talked to a lot of couples like this and uh iba iba sometimes it's the it's a girl wife also like that. hindi talaga to but tied for us, to i was the one like that i'm like we are locking this door no one's getting down from this car until and it didn't really friends. help us a lot because i couldn't get my thoughts in order when everything is heated all around me i need some time to cool off and i'm that type of person which i really learned more about when i got married because again no Without somebody there, without your partner being there 24-7, wala kang practice eh. Yeah. Hindi mo naman alam na, ah, may makakagalit pala ako ng ganito uh, on some days. And ano bang pumapasok sa utak ko when that happens? I haven't really taken the time to observe myself. So even during the first few big fights that we had, part of that was really learning, how am I processing this thing? Yeah. How am I taking in yeah. everything? And sometimes it doesn't end in a day. Mm. So the pause is very, very beneficial. I yeah. think if you both can agree that, you know, we're not mad at each other. Yep. We're, we just can't understand yet yes. what's happening. Can yes. we just stay away from each other for the moment, right? And that kind of leads me to one of the most popular questions that we have. <coughs> and it's all about before the sun sets question. Do we need to resolve um, that that fight because the Bible says what does the Bible exactly say love 
What does the Bible say? Where what is that oh, verse like, don't inspired? Don't let the sun go down on your anger. Okay, so that is like like a such a popular at least Christian couple mindset. Yeah, um, I actually have a meme about it. Uh, I'm plugging so many things now, but mm-hmm. it's on marriage memes on my Instagram highlights. But let me go back to what you said that you couldn't respond right away. You're not that kind of person. I think you've improved a lot. Yes. Oh, but but naman talaga. You're huge because like even in our recent fight. Um, I gave evidence, which is what would happen before. And then you would say, I have no evidence. I just feel judged. And then you would just collapse because you would feel helpless that you know you have a point, but you don't have anything for it. But in this recent fight we had, you had like like so much evidence for me. And I thought, actually, I was thinking afterwards, and uh, I'm actually really happy with that because I think like, I wonder and this was a theory I've had because of the family systems thing, the anxiety. We had so much anxiety before in our marriage. And now you're at the place where like, you can be, you're allowed to speak. You can, I'll fight back. You know, you've grown so much in God. You've grown so much in your security in God. So anyway, that's just my, my comment on that part. Yeah. People often talk about, don't let the sun go down on your anger. And I would interpret this as the fight needs to be over. The issue needs to be solved. And emotionally, we have to be as happy as we were on our honeymoon. Like those super unrealistic expectations. And I think like what you said, sweetheart, the issue could drag on. You know, if this is an issue that that is still paining you, that is still you, you lost a loved one. You're in, you're in a tight time financially. You need to make a decision. You don't have enough information yet. That's not going to be done in an evening. That's going to take a while. The other thing was emotionally, and I really was grateful when you explained to me, like, look, I get that you somehow can flip and you can emotionally be okay with something, but which isn't even true all the time. But I need time to calm down. I'm not mad at you. I don't hate you. I just, my emotions are just really high up. And so I think what that verse is talking about is making a decision to not store unforgiveness to not store bitterness, to not plant seeds of like, well, this person's a terrible person. Even though your emotions might be up, even though the issue is still pending, that decision is, but we are going to forgive and we're going to be fine. That's the application there. Yeah, and I feel like um, anger is like, it comes with judgment that you're already judging yeah. your spouse on something like you or accusing that person negatively when in fact um your you, the state of your heart is really more questioning now why are you being this way and this hurts me and if you're being that way i'd like to understand where is that coming from it's a more loving manner but then these things don't get resolved and answered in a night in like one day right so and again no babalik ako sa lahat tayo may process eh. And minsan hindi pa nga natin naiintindihan yung sarili natin. That's, I think, very powerful for me to understand that I don't really understand myself right away. And so I think this happened, was that last January when I was like really out of my mind and you couldn't understand me? And it took a book for me to, when I was pregnant with, oh no, sorry, that was last December. Year. End of December, January. When I gave birth to Manu last so that's last year, right? Yeah. Last December 2018, January 2019. Last, last January. And I I really was, I couldn't 
I, I was giving, I knew that I was giving my husband a hard time. But the problem was, I really didn't understand why. Like, what was going on in my head and in my heart. And it took an entire book. I needed to finish one entire book for me yeah. to understand myself. And if you're gonna apply and you're gonna take that as anger, de, wala na. You already... Wala na. Ta- bagsak na tayo. Wala nang papasa dyan Did sa, not pass that biblical nine, principle oh. test na ginagawa mo para sa sarili mo. But that wasn't anger. That was a misunderstanding in my heart. It was more... Please bear with me. I need to settle this. I need to sort things out for myself first. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I think when you have that kind of grace for each other that I'm sorting things out, he's sorting things out, that's going to be a more loving manner. Now, I don't mean to say that you sort things out for one year. Hindi naman ganun kasi meron din akong kilalang mga couples na they really have a hard time with the spouse because the spouse just doesn't Engage. like to resolve anything. <laughs> that's also not naman, that's so not beneficial for your marriage. Yeah, and I think what we can do is we can localize this issue and put it in its proper place. We are fighting about money. But we can, and we've heard this best practice from other couples, that you say what you still believe. I still love you. We're still in this together. In fact, we're going to get over this. I don't know how long it's going to take. And that kind of language is so assuring to your partner because it's like, okay. So I can think of times like like even like the, the huge mess ups I made financially before when Carla would say, look, I, I know I want to be married. I know I want to submit to you. We just need to fix this. But that, those statements in the beginning were like, okay, great. She's not thinking I made a big mistake marrying this man. She still wants to be married to me right. for whatever reason. Thank you, Lord. But we need to fix this issue. So it's gracious on both sides that the the security blanket, the safety net that, look, we're not leaving. We're going to resolve this. But also the space that the cup, the person needs. As I've seen Carla even the, the few times I've remembered to do that, to say that to her, where she's like, okay, great. Because I was afraid to process in front of you. I was afraid to even bring you in because every time I did, it seemed to hurt you. But now that you're willing to process with me, I'm actually glad. Because you yeah. just want to process it if you don't want to Yeah. So, yeah, I think we covered everything. At least for these that. two. Yeah. yeah. And I, okay. I thought we were going to cover three topics today, but I don't want to go over. It's okay. Hour. We can do those two like next time. So we have singleness and then for older couples. Like keep this love alive right. and then get this party started. Get this part. <laughs> but thank you, thank you for your questions. It's also helping us articulate a lot of what we believe in. Yeah, and it it helps when you know exactly what you believe in. Yeah. So we'll see you uh, next week for our last marriage episode. Okay. Now it's a question. Question, question and answer. And answer. Question and answer. Who do your kids look like? You or Pastor? Hard to tell because magkamukha na kayo by Clary, ano, so Claire, Claire E-Y-Do. I find that statement so weird. Because I, I so don't think also. myself Even gorgeous, when they would say that. But she must be right. I'm gorgeous. <laughs> it's so funny because how, you know, how people come up to me and say, Oh my gosh, Philip looks so much like you. And I'm like, ah, okay, sige, thank you. Tapos, another person would come to me and say, Oh my gosh, Philip looks exactly like his dad. And I'm like, 
how can that be? Yeah. How can they see me and see Joseph at once? Me personally, I think um, Philip is more the mix, like the almost 50-50 mix between us. Mm-hmm. And I think Manu is more, looks more like me. Because in terms of comments, I think the funniest one was, was Tita Louie, who was carrying Manu. And then she took a, she asked her daughter to take a picture of her. She looked at the picture and said, Oh my gosh, it looks like I'm carrying Joe. <laughs> what a weird thought. <laughs> Alam nyo, hindi na lang namin sasagutin to. Kayo na lang ang magsabi. Yeah. Sino ba ang mas kamukha? Tsaka gusto ko, may contest tayo ha. Magpapapremyo ko. Ah, para sa mga Manila-based ano lang namin, followers. Kung sino man ang manalo sa best answer. Gusto ko merong... May, explana- may, may explanation. Oh, oh, may reason. Oh. And I need to be convinced with your reasoning. And so, who looks like uh, Joseph and who looks like me with our kids and why. So articulate that. Put it in our FB group. Anything goes with Joe and Carla. We'll see whoever wins in that. I'm going to send you a prize. Oh, wow, okay. My premium na bigla. Okay, so <laughs> so she mentioned the, the FB group. Uh, if you want to continue this conversation with us, we love continuing the conversation. Anything goes with Joe and Carla on Facebook. Also, if you want to contact us, just send us an email at joeandcarlapodcast at gmail.com. My entry na ako, but I'm not going to win, obviously. But you can find it in my TikTok. Next, my TikTok na ako. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Dami mong plugging, as you're oh, talaga yung artista. Anyway, guys, thank you for listening and I hope you got a lot of useful stuff. If right. not, at least you laughed. Sana you laughed. <laughs> okay. Bye, Next guys. Month. See you. <laughs>